It was a great breakthrough because that muscle has been instrumental in helping me build my business. It has been instrumental in helping me work with different people. And it made me realize that it's a muscle that I had and I wasn't using, and it's an incredibly powerful one. Welcome to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores exceptional career success stories, inspiring and insightful personal brand journeys that answer the question, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? Fascinating conversations with leaders about their career breakthroughs from entertainment, tech, media, and more. You'll learn how they've turned up the volume on their brand to unlock success. Firsthand, uncensored, and real, as told by people who've been there. And plenty of inspiration and practical tools to help you lead with your brand every day as you drive towards your next career breakthrough. And now, here's your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Hey everyone, Jason Patria here, and you're listening to the Lead With Your Brand podcast. For those joining us for the first time, a huge welcome and thank you. I am super excited to have a guest with me today who I absolutely adore. Her name is Jackie Hernandez, and she is the CEO of New Majority Ready, a multidimensional marketing agency. Now, I love Jackie because I met her almost 15 years ago when she was the CMO of Telemundo, one of the top Spanish language broadcasters here in the United States. Now, over my career, I've had a chance to work with tons of CMOs and business heads on business transformation. And I was at a strategy session with Jackie where I was helping her facilitate through the rollout of the brand new brand for Telemundo. And it was really a groundbreaking moment for that business because it was a moment that they realized that they could not just sit and be number two. They had to go and fight for number one with Univision by super serving their audience through their brand. And as I sat there and I listened to Jackie, I had this huge aha moment. And I was like, Oh my gosh, all of these things that we talk about in people's personal career brands are all sorts of HR mumbo jumbo. And we should really be listening to the CMOs, those folks that drive marketing and drive brand and flip that model on ourselves to really build our personal and professional brands. So over the years, based on interactions I've had with amazing CMOs like Jackie, I've developed the lead with your brand system to take that true brand marketers toolkit and apply it to building your own brand and drive to your next career breakthrough. You know, people come up to me all of the time when I get off stage at a keynote session or at the end of a mentoring or coaching call, and they say to me, Jason, I'm so glad I'm here because you know what? I don't have a brand. I don't have a brand, and that's why I'm here to build my brand. Now, you can probably guess what I'm thinking and what I say next. The reality is every single person has a brand. Whether you think you have a brand or not, you have a brand. The real question is, are you consciously, competently making strategic choices to show up with the brand that you want? Or are you just coasting through life, having your actions and your environment define your brand? 
Now, we have to really start with the basics of Branding 101, because what is a brand? You know, it's easy to say it's a tagline or an advertisement or all of those types of things. But at its core, a brand is really the sum of all of the experiences, all of the information, and all of the expectations that define an offering for its target audience. Now, if we apply that to ourselves, let's just put us in that equation. And our brand is the sum of all of the experiences, all of the information, and all of the expectations that define you to your target audience. At the end of the day, your real brand is like your DNA. It is the DNA that informs how you show up. It informs how you dress. It informs how you pitch ideas. And it informs those amazing signature projects that you deliver in work and business every single day. So I'm thrilled to talk to Jackie Hernandez. Now, she's the CEO and co-founder of New Majority Ready, a marketing and content development firm focused on helping companies rethink multicultural audience reach and engagement. Now, Jackie has an amazing resume that you can read in the show notes. She has been president of Combate Americas. She was the CMO over at NBC Universal Hispanic Enterprises, as well as Telemundo. And before before that, she was the publisher of People in Espanol and Teen People. The list literally goes on, and she's won a ton of awards, including being named one of Fortune's most powerful Latinas in 2017. For over 25 years, Jason has coached, trained, and developed thousands of leaders and executives, helping them achieve their next career breakthrough. He's a featured speaker at global conferences and companies to help everyone bring their best authentic self to work, show their value, and lead with their brand every day. Get more tips and tools at leadwithyourbrand.com. So I am sitting here with the CEO and co-founder of New Majority Ready, Jackie Hernandez. Jackie, how are you? I'm really good. Happy Monday. It's such a pleasure to be here with you, Jason. I'm so excited to have you on this call because we have so many exciting things to talk about. So first off, what is new and exciting at New Majority Ready? So as you know, we're a marketing and content consulting company that works with brands to help them really reach multicultural consumers, just as a background. And Exciting right now is our we have amazing clients. We really love all of our clients very much. They're all really leaning in and wanting to understand what they need to do to build long-term relationships. It's not like help me, quick fix. It's I, I really want this to be the future of my business. And they they're more engaged than ever before. And it's really it's a great feeling. Yeah. And help us understand, what do you mean when you say new majority ready? New majority is how I look at America. It's really all inclusive. There is no more minority. You know, it's everybody. And being new majority ready is being able to speak to the America that we live in, the consumers that we're serving or the businesses that we're serving if you're in the B2B space. And being ready means understanding, empathizing, communicating, and having the right products, the right services that can address this consumer base. As the co-founder, 
what was really the inspiration for this firm? So my partner, who's wonderful, Oswald Mendez, and I really, this whole thing started with the why, which is a big piece of everything that I kind of think about the purpose, you know, what you're, what you're doing, why are you doing it? And it was because we, we thought, you know, multicultural shouldn't be a, a side thing. It shouldn't be a small piece of people's businesses. It should be upfront and in centered and about looking at your business holistically. And we really wanted to take it out of the back seat of the car, put it in the front seat, and actually put it in the driver's seat of businesses. And so that was exactly that's the why. And and I know throughout your career, you have been passionate about the Hispanic and Latinx audience and consumers and a big champion of diversity in terms of content and the way that we serve communities. Where does that come from? You know, I, I think it comes from it's so obvious to me. And yet I see that it's not to other people. And I don't it's not a judgment. It's more an opportunity from a business point of view. And I look at it and I go, wow, there's, you know, there's this whole consumer base. It's not even just multicultural. Look at women. Women are 58% of America. We are the majority. And yet there aren't enough women in boardrooms, enough women at the table. And so I believe very much that the more diversity you have at the table, the more diversity you have in the business, the more people of different mindsets is how you're really going to drive things and push things forward positively and for the right reasons and for change. And so it's just something that's always been a part of me. So Jackie, you've been in entertainment and media and marketing for 20 plus years. When you kind of dial back, what really stands out as some career breakthrough moments for you where you really jumped forward, leveled up, got to the next level? So I think the, the biggest career breakthrough for me was when I went to run a business. I had been in sales and marketing for my entire career. And then I went to, I was offered the opportunity to be publisher of People in Espanol. And that was breakthrough on a couple of levels. First, it was my entry into the Hispanic market. And it was marrying my personal with my professional. I remember that was the job my parents were most proud of because they knew the magazine, they knew the brand. <laughs> it was like, okay. I think the, the second reason was it was such a breakthrough because all of a sudden I had, I was running a business. I had people I was responsible for. I had a P&L that I had, was responsible for making sure that we were making the numbers so that I could continue to nurture the business. And I was representing a brand and building a brand. And within the brand, there were brands. The research studies had brands. The 50 Most Beautiful Party was a brand. And for me, it was that, that uh, obligation to building a business and building a brand and having a team that really was a breakthrough. Yeah. And tell me a little bit more about that. You said, you know, this is that time that you had a huge number of people reporting to you. When you think about your brand as an executive, what really needed to shift for you in order to move into that full P&L leadership? So I think the biggest thing was vision. I needed to have my vision. I needed to communicate the vision. I needed to set the path for the team and then bring out the best in them and really let them shine. It wasn't about me. It was about them, but they needed the guidance. And that meant I needed to be able to provide them the guidance, articulate it, 
and let them know how we were pacing as we were hitting our goals and achieving what we were looking to achieve. Having vision and setting the course for success is, I think, what is most important in a leader. I always say, if they're not following, you're not leading. You can have all the titles in the world, but it's really when people trust in you, see what you want them to do, believe in the vision that you have, that you truly are a leader because they're following. And what was the hardest part about getting people on board with a vision for you? You know, I think it's really getting them to see it and own it themselves. So it wasn't just, hi, Moses, and here are the tablets, and I'm going to give them to you, and you have to kind of follow this. (laughs) Um, Because then people kind of, all right, whatever. But if, if you made them really understand it and own it, and it's one of the reasons I've always, my style has always been transparency, because the more transparent you are, As a leader, and you let them know how you're tracking, how you're pacing, even the financials, how we're doing, how we're not doing, it allows them to see their piece in the bigger picture. And it also gives them ownership. And, you know, we're people, we want to be important, we want to play a role. And we don't just want to be told what to do. Leadership is not just, it's not parenting. It's bringing the best out in people. Yeah. Not that parenting isn't, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's different. <laughs> I love that it's really about, or it's about bringing out the, the best in people. And I noted that you talked about being transparent. I feel like that's a big buzzword and people always talk about, I'm transparent, I'm transparent. What are like one or two things that you really do as a leader in order to be transparent to the people that work for you and, and even your clients? I talked a little bit about sharing the financials. I always, as a leader, have 90-day plans. And I would share at the end of, at the beginning of the 90 days what we're looking to achieve. And at the end of the 90 days, how we've gotten And even if we didn't get there, you know, where we've succeeded and where we haven't and what we didn't do well or what we did do well and what we needed to do to kind of change that. And because it's 90 days, everyone knows you didn't fail. You have another nine. The next 90 days are here. And so it gives everyone the chance to kind of work on those things. I think the the other thing is giving people feedback. You know, you can give people really good feedback, tough feedback in a very nice way that they can. And as long as they see that it's coming from a place that you really want to help them, um, then they, they can really take the feedback from a good, in a good way. And I think that makes you transparent as well. I always, someone said to me, no one should ever know how they did in their review. They should know because you're constantly telling them throughout the year. And it's not just one day out of the year that they find out. Exactly. Don't wait till, you know, January 15th to surprise someone. And if you do, you're not transparent. So if someone says they're transparent (laughs) and they're constantly surprising people, maybe they should rethink that. (laughs) (laughs) So you talked about when you were at People in Espanol, that was that moment that your parents were so excited because, you know, it was a brand that they knew and, and they read. You know, everyone has a brand story that really informed who they are and how they became who they are. So tell us a little bit about young Jackie. How how did you grow up and what were some of those things in your life that have really defined who you are as a person and as a leader? Young Jackie wanted to be a lawyer when she went to college. That's what she set out to do. 
um, got there and very quickly realized that she had no interest in any of the classes or anything that she was looking to do while she, um, <laughs> and, and that's, I think was the beginning of, of, of how young Jackie started to redefine herself. I believe very much in following your passion. And if you don't love what you're doing, stop and really rethink it. And so very quickly in my first year, I said, okay, no lawyer. I'm going to put that uh, away. I don't like these classes. I'm not, I'm going to really pursue. And were your parents furious? No, very supportive. Um, I mean, my parents were really proud of me because I was the first person in my family to go to college. So it was like, you know, you're going to college. That's great. If you don't want to be a lawyer, that's okay. Just find something that you really are going to be good at and do that. And so. I, I think their support was part of what made me be who I was. But because of that, I never belabored it. And I think that young Jackie is someone that sometimes I wish I can even be more like the young Jackie today and go, no, 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 this isn't for me. Move on and pivot. And the faster you can do that, the happier you will be. And you only have one shot at this life. So being happy should be at the top of your list. Exactly. So, Jackie, tell me, how would you describe your executive brand? So we talked a couple of things about a couple of the things. Um, I think my executive brand has Hispanic and multicultural right at the center of it because I'm very passionate about it. I'm a champion of it. I would also say I am a little bit of a disruptor. I don't look at things and go, "Okay, status quo. I have never been the person that you have come in and just run something the way that it's been meant to be run. I like to rethink things. I like to reimagine them. I like to really look at different ways to grow businesses from different perspectives. I think you'll remember when we were at NBCU, we did America Reimagined together. And it was really helping the programmers really look at the market that they were speaking to and rethink it and reimagine it a little bit. And so I like to disrupt, but in a way that kind of is, um, you don't know you're being disrupted. <laughs> and it's, so I think that's part of my brand. Uh, I think my brand has also been one to communicate through storytelling. So, and that's the way that I do it. Absolutely. So how has that brand evolved through being in publishing, being in television, now being on the agency side? What are some things that you've had to not rebrand, but maybe evolve to resonate in a more impactful way? So I, I think that the the one thing that keeps happening with me is I, I'm reinventing and reinventing the story. And I look at the story and I go, oh, my God, there's an opportunity here that's being missed. How do I help businesses see that? And so for me, what I've throughout the years really managed to hone in on is the the telling of the story. Even the name of our company, New Majority, is kind of an evolution of many of the things that I did at Telemundo with New America and America Reimagined. And, and so and New Majority is kind of like just evolving what I see and, and then really turning into turning it into a consultancy that can help make bridges for businesses. So you have been a marketer. 
and I love marketers. We worked on America Reimagined. <laughs> I even remember, you know, this is so long ago. We were at a crazy offsite in like Boca Raton, Florida, and you were rolling out the new Telemundo brand to the senior team. Mm -hmm. And Jackie, I don't know if you know this, it was a huge aha moment for me because I was like a fly on the wall with this amazing CMO. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. This is everything that should be happening for people's own personal professional brands. But we're always talking HR mumbo jumbo. And so that was like a big inspiration for me is how we can take those tools that marketers use and actually use them for ourselves. So as a great marketer, what are some of the things that you do to build a brand externally that we could all turn towards ourselves and use? So first of all, thank you for that compliment. It's huge coming from you because I love what you're doing with leading with your brand. I do believe that it is one and the same. Your personal brand and a business brand or a company brand or consumer brand, it's your what you lead with. It's what you walk in with. And um, it's not a logo. It's not a tagline. It's the essence of everything that you are and everything that you want to convey. And so with brands, it's about having filters and guardrails and knowing what you are and what you're not and differentiating yourself from others and being able to stand out from the pack, but be very distinct in, in your message and, and, your, and what you leave behind as, as a brand. And that's the same thing I think that people need to do or should do with their personal brands as executives, because we all want to have our distinct voices heard in different ways. So you talked about the filters. What is a, what are some Jackie filters that make a project or an initiative that you're working on with your clients uniquely Jackie? Disruptive, relatable, and connected. So say say more about that. How how do you bring relatable and connected the, into a, a project? So an example, the name of the company, New Majority, right there, you're disrupting, right? You're like, majority? That's the minority, the majority. You're, you're kind of making people rethink. But then you're making it relatable because it's inclusive and it's new and they're starting to wrap their head about it. And then the connected pieces, then they go, well, what does that mean to me? And in everything that the Jackie brand looks to do, it's to think about what, so what to them? What's the why to them? You know, I, I, not I, what am I doing that the other person is going to take away from this? And how is it going to impact them and help them? And I want them to come to it. I'll lead them to it. I'll tell them, but I want them to see it themselves. And that's when, you know, you'll see someone nodding and you go that they got it. They connected with it. And that's what I think the Jackie brand looks to do. And you talked about it's as much what you do as what you choose not to do. We know those are some of the basics of, of branding. What are some of the examples of things throughout your career that you've just chosen? I'm not going to do this, or these are not the types of projects or clients I'm going to take on to stay true to who you are. I think that if it is a client that I feel genuinely doesn't really want to, in the, in the case in the business I'm in now, want to grow and connect with this consumer. I know they're not going to be successful 
and I know I'm not going to be able to really help them. So I, I would pass on that. I think in past, if it was a client that I also felt with the Hispanic market, that they didn't understand them genuinely and were even like maybe talking down or pandering to them and they couldn't get past that or see that, I think I would look for opportunities to maybe not work with them as directly as well. Yeah. So that's almost your table stakes, right? Is if, if they can't have that mindset to learn and and connect with this community, it's just not for you, right? Yes. But also because I was in those cases, I was representing a brand that if there was a, a message that the consumer was getting through Telemundo or people in Ismail or Mundos that was negative, it would hurt the brand. So you had to have the guardrail and say, you know, no, no, you can't be there. You cannot reach this consumer in that way. Absolutely. So thinking of that whole notion of co-branding, right? We all have a brand and then we work for organizations that are are big brands. How do you think you have co-branded yourself with the great organizations that you've worked for? So I've. First of all, I think it's very important that you have a lot of respect and passion for the brands that you work for, Um, because if not, you can't co-brand, you can't coexist. If you're in conflict with the companies or the brands that you work with, it's going to show or you're going to confuse people on what your executive brand is. So if your values are not aligned and you think you can have your brand live within the other brand, you're wrong. It's just not because you end up being as much as you are your own personal brand, your resume makes up who you are as well. And these are very important components where you work and is part of your career and it ends up becoming part of your brand. How you co-brand is then by if if you admire and respect the companies that you work with, which you absolutely have to, in my opinion, um, then you try to um, live the brands that you work for in your own way. And that's how you co-brand. You have your own voice, you have your own filters, but you make sure that your filters overlap with those of the companies so that you can express them both at the same time. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me about another career breakthrough moment for you. I know that first big one was that people in Espanol. What have been a couple of the other ones that you look back on and say, wow, that really changed things for me? I think another really big one was, so I had been chief operating officer of Telemundo for six years. And in that role, I I had a lot of line responsibilities. I ran sales, I ran marketing, distribution, uh, digital, and the cable channel, Mundos. And I had a lot of responsibilities, a lot of people reporting into me, and again, P&L. And then I was asked to take on a completely different role as CMO of NBC Universal Hispanic Enterprises. And that role, it would have very few people reporting into me. It was like two. It would have no line responsibility. And the job was to influence instead of to run something. And at first it was uncomfortable. You know, it was like, I'm not used to this. I need my PL. I need to know what my number is and I have to hit my number. And, and this was more a role of influencing thought leadership throughout the company. And it was a breakthrough moment because as I started to do it, I realized the power of, of 
influencing and changing thinking and working across the broader NBC Universal, a, very, a role very similar to the one you had, Jason, so you can relate, was an, a muscle I had not used. And it's very different from you're in charge and here's your PL to you're not in charge and you have to convince people and get them to see what you're looking to do and how you're looking to help them adds value. It was a great breakthrough because that muscle has been instrumental in helping me build my business. It has been instrumental in helping me work with different people. And it made me realize that it's a muscle that I had and I wasn't using, and it's an incredibly powerful one. And so a breakthrough in that, you know, what can sometimes seem uncomfortable to you might actually be one of the best things that has happened to you because you learned so much about it. And it becomes something that can end up being one of your biggest strengths. It's a long answer to your question, but that's... No, but it's great. I mean, I love the piece around discomfort and really leaning into that. What were a couple of the biggest tweaks that you had to make from a brand perspective from shifting from, you know, I'm the boss over this, you know, 600, 700 folks to, wow, now I need to influence, you know, 30,000 folks, or at least, you know, the highest level of folks that are going to turn the business in that direction. So it was about putting yourself out there, finding ways to win people over instead of just telling people what to do. It was it that is where it really became an art form to storytell and communicate in a different way. That's, you know, an example of that was when, you know, America Reimagined was born. It was instead of going in and saying, I'm going to talk to you about Hispanic. It was, let me talk to you about you and your business and how we can reimagine it. It was, it was humbling. And as a result, it taught me the, the art of humbleness and how powerful it can be to behave more humbly. And you just, you, let other people's guard come down. And then you, it also taught me the art of listening um, much more than talking. When you're leading, you talk, you have vision, you share, you communicate. When you are in the other role of influence, you have to listen more. And when you listen, that was something, a skill set that you listen from a different lens and uh, you find solutions by doing that. I love that. So really thinking about the, uh, the listening piece, you talked really early on about realizing that law school wasn't for you, right? It, it wasn't where your passions were. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't where your, where your talents really were. Talk to me a little bit about some headwinds in your career. What is some feedback that you've gotten over time that has caused you to, to, change something or you were being perceived in a way that you didn't want to be perceived and you had to change the behavior? So because I'm passionate about things, I can come off at times as, you know, this is how it has to be done. And the the headwind for me was uh, learning that you really need to like kind of bring that down. And again, again, it's something that now has become a skill set, which is getting people to see what you want them to see instead of you telling them what you want them to see. Um, And so I think that was 
that was a headwind that I had to kind of learn. Another one is, you know, letting go sometimes. You don't always have to win. You don't always have to be right. And being wrong can be very, very um, instructive to you as you continue to grow in your careers. And so that was a headwind too. I thought I always had to be right. I always had to get everything perfect. And it is okay to say, you know what? No, I, I don't know this and I need to learn this. And and so I think as people build their personal brands and their careers, it's okay. And it's also respected to be able to say, I don't know a certain thing and I'm, I need to learn more about it. Absolutely. I think we, you know, obviously passion, purpose, but I also think pain and pain, <laughs> bear with me for a minute. I think it's very important that people get out of that comfort, comfort zone. You touched on it when I mentioned the uncomfortable that's how you grow. It's kind of like when, you know, when you're working out and you do the same thing, you don't really see that many results, but when you change it up, you're sore. I think it's needing to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and, and that, and finding yourself not being afraid to do what you're afraid of so that you can really get ahead. And so as, as you think about leading with your brand, as you think about the people that you're helping to grow their their personal brands. I think they should also think about well, what do what do I want to do that maybe isn't so comfortable, so that I can be an even more impactful brand, an impactful leader, an impactful person in my job. And it's really that whole going to the gym, right? Like when you feel the pain, there's a benefit that comes at the end of that, right? So it's it's not pain pain's a bad word but it is the it's the using your muscles that you don't usually use it's putting yourself in situations that it might make you uncomfortable but is going to really round you out and maybe even open up something that you didn't know that you could be really good at and that was maybe your destiny or your purpose and if you do it and you do it because you find that you like it and it's passion you'll be successful I think that's the big the big thing is don't do what you don't like to do. Have a purpose in what you do and don't get too comfortable. You got to kind of switch it up here. Awesome. So we've got some rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. So what consumer brand are you obsessed with? Oh, my God. I'm doing this so non-rapidly. What consumer brand? Why? I, what are you obsessed with? What do you buy? What 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 can't you live without? Warby Parkers. <laughs> <laughs> As you're I, wearing beautiful glasses. I buy. I like. I love the Warby Parker glasses, and I love that I can get so many different kinds of them. And I just order them online, and they have my prescription, so I can just change it up at any time that I want. I finally just stopped wearing contacts and gave in to the glasses. So I think Warby Parker just scratched that itch for me. (laughs) (laughs) So Warby Parker. Now, if you were a type of car, what type of car would you be? I would be my car. I have a Chrysler convertible and I love it. It's not expensive. I'm not the best driver, but it's, it looks so chic. And if I scratch it, I don't mind because it's not like super, it's not like a house so expensive, but it's, it's fast. It's practical. It's real. It's super sexy. It's a hard top and the top comes down. It looks like a transformer. So it's very versatile. People check it out all the time and they're surprised that it's a crisis. 
So in the spirit of being nice, Jackie, what's the best career advice that you would like to pass on to our listeners today? Uh, Purpose, purpose, purpose. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I was very taken aback by the passing of Chadwick Bozeman this week. And he did this amazing commencement speech at Howard a couple of years ago. And it was all about purpose and it being essential element of who you are. And I wear this bracelet and it says purpose on it. And, and I really, I tell everyone, what is your purpose? What is your why? It's not just, I like what I'm doing, but you know, you, what, is, what are you doing to make a difference for yourself? And when you when you're, your existence is, it's everything that you do adds up to what you are here to fulfill. And so his speech really hit me because it was like, oh, my God, that's so what I think all the time. And he had such a purpose and he lived such a legacy. And so as everyone is in their careers doing what they need to do, instead of only thinking about getting ahead, think about what difference you're making for yourself, for others, for the business that you're in and for the world that you're living in. And Jackie, what is the difference you're making? I'm helping people see what's right in front of us, which is a very beautiful, diverse world of people and minds and mindsets. And I'm helping companies embrace that and um, speak to it in the right way. Jackie, you rock. Thank you so much. Ah, thank you. Thank you so much, Jackie Hernandez. And we'll be back in just a few moments with my final thoughts. Are you tired of not being recognized for your work? Are you ready to rise above the rest and accelerate to the next level? The Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program will help you take control of your career, develop your own unique brand, and catapult you to a whole new level of success. You are a top performer, and the Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program is what you need to get you there. Visit leadwithyourbrand.com to learn how. Well, I don't know about you, but I just loved our conversation with Jackie Hernandez. Every single thing she said was so quotable. But you know, one thing that really resonated with me that I hadn't heard Jackie share with me before was this whole notion of leaning into discomfort and how important that is as you lead to your next career breakthrough. You know, ultimately, what got you here won't get you there. Now, that's a title of a great book from the amazing Marshall Goldsmith that I recommend that you read. But the real notion is all of those great strengths that got you to where you are today are not necessarily the talents and skills that are going to get you to that next big position. And as Jackie said, it's okay to feel uncomfortable because that's the place where you're learning. Now, if you've enjoyed the show, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything. And of course, we'd love for you to take a quick moment and leave a comment and rate the show. I'd love to connect with you. You can find me at Jason Patria on all platforms and be sure to reach out on LinkedIn for the latest on how to lead with your brand. And remember, in your career, don't be a commodity like coffee. You've got to be a super premium brand like Starbucks. You've been listening to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores and uncovers exceptional career success stories and inspiring personal brand journeys with your host, 
personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com.